It's the Score North Twin Show. Okay, is Kike Hernandez worth firing the burner sounder back up? Uh, let's do it, I guess. Kike? Oh, the hot stove is back. Yes. It's like 60 degrees, and it's quite nicer in the Twin Cities than Fort Myers today, actually. This is a Spring? very weird weather week. It's like 60 today, and then it's supposed to snow tomorrow night, and Wednesday's commute's supposed to be bad and really windy. And then Thursday, yeah. Friday, again, is like 60 degrees. I don't, I don't get what's going on here. Yeah. Spring training could, could have damn near been held here. It could have. I know. It's crazy, dude. I literally saw people playing like outdoor beach volleyball in a park in Minneapolis I believe last it. week. Yeah. I believe it. It's ridiculous. It's no winter. But uh, let's go through some spring training notes here on the Score North Twin Show. We'll get to Joe Polad potentially getting into a legal situation with the Players Union. And we'll get to the new Fanatics uniforms. But let's start with the latest Twins roster building speculation here. There's still like 20 or 25 regular rotational players sitting out there. Finally, Cody Bellinger signed a Carlos Correa special to go back to the Cubs. Was it one year and then the two option years? It was literally the same contract as Carlos Correa signed a couple years ago. Absolutely. But Kike Hernandez is sitting out there. So he is, over the last 10 years, one of the premier super utility players in baseball. He's, He's had a couple big seasons with the Dodgers, with the Red Sox. Now, last year in particular, his defense was way down. It was one of the worst years he's ever had offensively relative to league average. He had hernia surgery at the end of the year, so he's kind of chalking up his recent struggles. He's in his early 30s, like 31, to hernia surgery. Uh, but the Twins are reportedly one of four finalists to land Kike Hernandez, super utility player. Do anything for you guys? What are your thoughts? If he's healthy, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Like, I don't love it. It's not like, oh, my God, this is going to fix things. Uh, but his ability... Again, if healthy now, to play all over the field. Uh, everything that I've seen, he's a great clubhouse guy. See, where Tommy Pham scares me is this. I think I think that yeah. Tommy Pham would actually be a nice fit in the lineup off the field. And we've seen the Twins make this mistake before. I think he's a weird dude. And I think there is, I think it's become very clear that there is, that if this team has some odd ducks in the clubhouse, it can be a real problem. Whereas guys that, that are good in the clubhouse can help a lot. So Kiki Hernandez, I would guess that the story is this. It sounds like, and I don't know if, if this is going to, to continue or not. My hope has been that at some point in time, they might bring Michael Taylor back. But it sounds like he wants a two-year contract. I'm sure that you can get Kiki on a one-year contract. Now, mm-hmm. would you be the highest bidder? I don't know. Like the Angels? Their middle infield situation now, they, they got a couple guys hurt, and they are depleted as hell there. So you might yeah. not be. This one, I wouldn't hate, but do I think it, like, magically saves the day? Absolutely not. I guess, I mean, you could have a second one, but, like, Kyle Farmer, to me, can do a lot of the same things that Kiki Hernandez can do. And Kiki can hit lefties really well in his career. He has a 800 OPS against left-handed pitching. He's done really well. The Twins need some right-handed bats here. I think the peak player of Kiki is better than the peak version of Kyle Farmer for sure. But I just, 
I wouldn't be upset by the move, certainly, but it doesn't move the needle. And if he wants to come here and be another kind of utility depth guy that can hit some left-handed pitching with the Twins, definitely obviously need a little bit of boost for it, go for it. But this one wouldn't really excite me one way or the other, I think, if he signs or if they just decide not to. The, so they are looking for some platoon splits here, right? Against left-handed mm-hmm. pitching, the Twins have some the Twins have some left-handed bats that they'd rather not hang out to dry against every left-handed pitcher. And Declan mentioned that there's a huge gap in Kike Hernandez's platoon splits. So against lefties, 800 career OPS. Against righties, it's like 667. So he's a guy that you would use against left-handed pitching. But here's why this does make sense. He can play center field. I mean, Kyle Farmer is not playing center no. field. Not that it's an either-or proposition. I think you'd probably have both those guys. But you would have Kike Hernandez. Two, so two years ago in Boston, he played 700 innings in center field this is, yes. and was one of the best defensive center fielders in the league, a plus-14 defensive run saved. Two years ago, it was a plus-four. So he's he's been an above-average defensive center fielder. Now, last year, he only played like 150 innings, but he can he can play short. Not at the same level as Craya, but he can play short, third, second, outfield, center field. This would make some sense, especially if maybe they've had conversations with Michael Taylor and he's like, I don't know, I was a starter last year. I'd like to start again, but they've already kind of put Buxton back in that starting spot. Kike would come in and say, cool, whatever you need. I just want to play in the major leagues and show that I'm healthy for the first time in a couple of years. So I'm interested. I'm wondering who gets the boot, by the way. I guess Austin Martin was the last guy. When we did this last week, Judd had Austin Martin as one of the 13 position players. So you would just bump Austin Martin off back to St. Paul, probably. St. Paul, and Kike Hernandez would be your super utility guy. Yeah. You also, to Judd's point of maybe a clubhouse guy, I mean, this dude has 179 at-bats in the playoffs. He's played a ton in the postseason with the Dodgers. He played a little bit with the Red Sox. Obviously, he went back to the Dodgers last year, but he's been in a World Series before, multiple World Series, played in playoff games. To Judd's point, maybe this is also a really good clubhouse guy. And, yeah, if you get some premium at-bats, guess left-handed pitching, and a guy who can be a good center fielder, then there might not be much risk here. Um, I think them trying, though, to find a, a suitable replacement for Byron Buxton or just having a backup plan for Byron Buxton, who still has yet to play in a spring training game. So far, I know it's only been like three games, but they need a suitable backup. And if Kiki's surgery goes well and he's healthy, then this would be obviously the suitable backup. So we're all kind of Declan is like on the fence. I'm in on Kiki Hernandez. Judd, you're kind of you're good with Kiki Hernandez. Oh, yeah, because they, they do not have I, I mean, it's not being talked about enough because there's optimism right now but they do not have a buxton plan yeah their plan like is really their plan is a lot more hope right now yeah but i mean this whole thing of like well willie castro can play out there okay but willie castro and look you know what it in this case if you keep all three of them and you get kiki you got kiki castro farmer they can all move around play multiple places Nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I, I, I actually it. appreciate that. So, I love the so yes, this does not this does not turn me off as some type of dumb move. Um, I will be completely turned off if they go into opening day with Buxton's in center and and Willie Castro can play there if he can. And yeah. and we might call up, uh, you know, we might call up Austin Martin. The other finalists, by the way, for Kike's services are the Angels. You know, like that team's yeah, Mike Trout. They can't even make the playoffs with Trout and and Shohei for God's sakes. The Padres, who are in transition mode, I guess you could say. 
And then the Giants. That's, that's a fun place to play. A lot of pasture to roam around out there, playing outfield. So that's who the Twins are competing against, according to the Athletic. The Giants, though, would, would be an intriguing possibility because Kike is an absolute stud hero with the Dodgers. The Dodgers yeah, so fans how, love yeah, how would him. He, he's been, dude, I forgot, like, he has had some major postseason success mm-hmm. Yeah. Largely with the Dodgers. I mean, he, he was with the Dodgers when they won the championship in 2020. Uh, but it's funny, like it's a small sample size compared to his regular season career. But he has had 202 postseason plate appearances and an OPS of 900. So I don't know. If, bring it on. If comes back to earth at some point. But yeah, he's <laughs> dude. He hit. Remember in the 2017 NLCS when the Dodgers played the Cubs. Kike hit three home runs, drove in seven in that series, batted 444 in that. He's had some, like, big-time playoff moments. So something to keep an eye on there. Now, maybe getting to our second spring training note of the day here, maybe the Twins feel an obligation to splash around a little bit and spend some money because this is what Bob Nightingale Sr. wrote for the USA Today. No, his son, Bobby Nightingale, covers the Twins for the Star Tribune. So you got a couple Nightingales on the case. Bobby's very good. So, so Bob Nightingale, he wrote, several owners and executives have created consternation among agents and union, union officials by publicly declaring their intentions to stay out of the free agent market. <laughs> Example, Minnesota Twins owner Joe Polad's recent comments saying the Twins would not sign a $30 million free agent has the players union considering filing a formal complaint saying the Polad's interview may have violated a reservation of rights clause with the use of media in the collective bargaining agreement. So CBS actually dove into the CBA and said Polad's comments may have violated the following use of media clause found on page 329 of the current collective bargaining agreement. Just thumbing through that thing. Yep. No, I, I read this. It's good. So none of the cover, none of the covered parties, so like owners, front office, whoever, may make comments to the media about the value of an unsigned free agent or about possible and contemplated terms for an unsigned free agent, regardless of whether discussions have occurred. So here are the following, but not complete. This is not a complete list. It's just examples of things you cannot say if you're an owner of a major league baseball team or a, an executive. Mm-hmm. Player X won't receive anything longer than a one-year deal. That guy is garbage. Yep. Player X is seeking more than player Y received. We are out on player X, which is what he said. Which is what he is going to say. Player X is worth at least X million, which is another thing he kind of said. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So basically, you can't go on the radio and say things like, yeah, we're not going to pay $30 million for a free agent. I blame Russia. <laughs> Stirring it up. So this kind of started as, oh, man, I don't know about this from a PR perspective. Here's Joe out there talking about right-sizing the business and kind of pissing right. fans off. But this is has legitimately ruffled the feathers of the players' union, and it might go to a legal place. So well, what do you think of this? I think it, I think it because it's, uh, it's consternation about what more than one team has said as well. It's a form of collusion. That's the biggest problem. Yeah. Like if if every owner's out there saying, yeah, we're not paying $30 million yeah. for a free agent. No, neither are we. Screw that. Yeah, uh, exactly right. Okay. So let's all draw a line in the sand. I mean, that's yeah. that's the player association's greatest fear. Um, 
So, yeah, I think that the Players Association has a, a case. And I find it interesting that Boris has now started the uh, Scott Boris fire sale, right? Bellinger, okay, we'll take what we can get. Montgomery will be next. Um, he, he's still got Matt Chapman. He's still got Blake Snell. This is where this is where I think it's too bad that Joe declared this publicly, though. Because And we, we've talked about this, you guys, going like back a month now. Wouldn't you have been curious to see what the prices were? Like what the discount prices were? Wouldn't yes. you have been curious? You know, I, I mean, Cody Bellinger, what, three years, 80 million, but with outs, which is the Korea contract? Wouldn't you guys yeah. be curious to see what, hey, Mike Montgomery, you know, I placed a player with you before. Carlos, you did right by him. He loves it there. I'd love to know, too, because the Twins, I know that they've committed to Buxton in center field, but, like, Bellinger would have been a great center fielder, and then Buxton, oh, yeah. you find a but place I mean, for Buxton. They're starting pitching still. Like, if you were to insert Snell or yeah. Montgomery tomorrow, that is a massive upgrade at the top of the rotation. And Would if you, you guys, know that you know that it's I mean, they're doing the correct, we said this two weeks ago, they're going to do the Correa deals. So how much to Judd's point the whole offseason, how much of a loss would you really be if you if you were to say, OK, screw it. I know what I said on WCCO last week. We're going to get Blake's now. It's probably only going to be for a year, but damn really it, year. Right. we want to we want to make this happen. And Blake Snell's coming in here. And yeah, we're going to. And here's my next public comment. We're losing a lot of money as a family on this transaction this year because we don't have a TV deal solidified. Hear that, Twins fans? We're going to lose money to bring in a great pitcher. Like, there's a way to there's a way to do this and frame this now. Now that we know it's not five years guaranteed no, for an injured pitcher, we right? We're talking like one year deals. But we yes. talked about this. This was the this is the mm-hmm. end game for Boris, who's going to hope a year from now to get those guys big big multi year contracts. Yep. Yeah, all you had to do was just lie to me and just say, hey, if uh, if Blake Snell and if those guys are a fit, Derek Falvey and our staff will evaluate that. And if he if there's a price point that comes in, then great. That That is all you had to say. And whether that's gaslighting, lying, I don't care. I'm good with that because it would give me the hope of, hey, maybe there's a disclaimer out there. But the transparency is one thing. And the PR comments that we broke down last week uh, weren't obviously ideal. And now there could be legal and or a, obviously a sizable fine coming his way or the organization's way. And that's just, I, I think yeah, it's, a, it's what, a, what happens. Yeah. I think it's like, and it's like just a celebration for that entire fandom of fans being like, ha ha ha, your comments are now going but, to, you have to pay for it, which is another but what, conversation. But what, what if you say, you know what, at least privately, you know what, probably shouldn't have said that. But Scott Boris is now shopping Blake Snell at a very reasonable rate. You know a good way not to get fined? I lied when I said that we wouldn't pay a guy. We were playing poker. We were playing poker. Yep. We're just out there. Yep. I hey, just, we're, we're playing hard to get. It just bothers me that, you know, two weeks ago on this show, we brought this up. It's now coming to fruition, and you sort of slam the door unnecessarily on this possibility. Like, you're literally going to a flea market now. And all these nice items are priced really low. But yeah. before you were like, I'm not going to buy any of those items. Uh, you, I just, it's frustrating to watch because this is exactly what we thought would happen. Could you find a way, like, let's say, what, what's, so Bellinger went, th- it's three years, 80 something, right? Yeah. I don't have it in front of yep. me. Like but it's one year, yeah. it's, so out, it's right? one year guaranteed. And then it's, it. it's player options mm-hmm. after the, just like the credit, right? So for let's say the Snell deal was it's you're going to have to pay him twenty five million dollars for sure for this year. Sure. Because by the way, he's not a horse. He's gonna he's had injury issues. Mm-hmm. 
he's only going to give you like 150, 160 innings. So you're not, I don't think you're paying $35 million for Ian Snell or for Blake Snell. Ian Snell was the Pirates. I say that, I, prospect, I say that right? every time still. <laughs> so, I still say that. Snell. Yep. So let's say you bring him in for 25. Let's say it's the same deal. It's like three years, 80, and it's player options, right? Couldn't you like, is there any team out there that would take Christian Vasquez's $10 million? If you like, I don't know, you could, there's got to be creative ways that you could make it a $15 million expense instead of a 25 million or just eat the whole thing for one year. This is where it's different. If, like I said, if we're talking about, boy, should the twins sign Cody Bellinger or Blake Snell for five years, $200 million or $150 million? Well, boy, I mean, Snell can't stay healthy, and Bellinger was one of the worst players in baseball, oddly, for like two years. He had a right. broken swing, and then it clicked. Do I trust that for five years? No. Totally understand the hesitation. One year? One year? So I'd do it. So Cody Bellinger agreed to a three-year, $80 million contract, has opt-outs after the first and second years. Mm-hmm. He will receive, not so coincidentally, exactly the number Joe talked about on CCO. He will receive $30 million this season. He is due to get $30 million in 2025, assuming he does not opt out after 2024. And $20 million in 2026, which of course he won't get there, if he d- doesn't opt out after the second year. So it's exactly what Joe said. So that number was not pulled out of thin air. That Boris, number was because they called, Scott, that he, 100%. they called Scott Boris and we're told it's 30 million. Or Boris called them and said, hey, yeah, right. it's 30. But it's I'm same saying deal as two years ago. That was not a pie in the sky. That was a Joe knew the exact price of poker. <laughs> and on Bellinger, I'm fine with it. Oh, okay. I but, but what I'm curious about is the two pitchers. Could you get one of those two pitchers on a Correa? I know it's expensive and I know... But look, do you know do you know the PR pop? Like as far as tickets sold? Yeah. If you if you say, you know what? I made a mistake. I shouldn't have said that. But furthermore, we're rectifying it by because Bellinger would be very nice, okay? But if Buxton can play, he's nice, but I guess he could play some first base. The pitcher, mm. there's no like there's no and or well, Mike Montgomery, I don't know. He would immediately improve your rotation. Jordan Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery. Mike Montgomery's another former player. This is great. This is like the old this is like the old folks twin. Let me tell you about Duke Snyder. What I think Duke would do. You got Clemente and White. You get the Duke of Flatbush Center. Anyway. Anyway, that was my that was my point before I got the name wrong. Mike Montgomery. Was he the well, Mike Morgan was a twins pitcher. There was a Mike Montgomery. Mm-hmm. I thought he pitched for the Royals. I thought oh, a Mike yeah. Montgomery pitched for the Royals. He pitched because I do say he's he, not that old. He's still he was still in the yeah. He pitched for the Royals and the Cubs. Oh, okay, yeah. And the yep. uh, the Mariners. Oh yeah, I'm not making up names. Guy. I'm just getting. I'm putting them on the wrong person. Former first round pick, by the way, Mike Montgomery. Yeah, you get Ian Snell and Mike Montgomery. Oh, you're off to the races now. How do we get him so cheap? I think it, Ian. It wasn't, wasn't who you Ian thought. Snell like a like a, a hybrid, right? Too wasn't he? Ian Snell. Pirate. Or he was a uh, oh, he's a 26th round draft pick. But he was a pirate pirate prospect. And then he bounced around, went to the Mariners for a minute, had a career 4.80 earned run average. He once pitched 208 innings in 2007, Ian Snell. Mm. So there you go. Anyway, you got my point. History lesson. You get my point. 
my point is, boy, that, that would help you out. Yeah. So, oh, come on, Joe. Joe, come on. If you're still consuming this podcast right now, Joe, just a couple bucks. Go call Scott back. I'd rather have Jordan Montgomery personally because I think he's more durable and he's left-handed, gives you a different look. And he's had some, well, they've both had play, playoff success, but like, oh, I think I'll take the lefty. Yeah. If I, you're considering what my opinion is on this. Blake Snell misses so many damn bats. And if, yes, Pablo Lopez, I probably would take Pablo Lopez over Blake Snell. Blake Snell would be the second best guy in your rotation. And there's like this fear of, well, he walks a lot of guys. And, oh, maybe he doesn't stay as healthy. He won two Cy Youngs in the last five years. And you'd rather roll with Anthony DeSclafani starting your rotation over paying Blake Snell coming off a Cy Young season. What are, what are we doing here? What mental gymnastics are you trying to talk yourself into that Blake Snell would not be worth it in this starting rotation? See, and this fi- is – oh, go ahead, Jed, go. And, and with the bullpen that, that you've constructed, which, to your credit, looks really good, five and fly is fine. This is also where I feel like – and we could play this game with any team, really. You go all the way through and you say, man, if we, if we were to be able to sweep out some of the accounting here – yeah, Di Sclafani. Now they're, they're it's twelve, but aren't they? They got a chunk of change. They, they yeah. get like four million dollars or something they're, from the Mariners. They're paying him, I think, like five, or it might even be less than that. Christian Vasquez is making ten million dollars as your backup catcher. You couldn't find a place for Max Kepler's seven million dollars in there somewhere. Like if if you had managed some of these middling to fringe starter guys a little bit differently, Kyle Farmer making six point three million dollars. You know. Was there a somebody you could have developed in the minor leagues? This is where if you if you can if you cannot overpay for back players or fringe caliber players, maybe you have a couple bucks left over for when Scott Boris gets desperate in late February, early March, right? But here we are. Yeah, and plus with with uh, the, the way that the market is trending now in salaries, being a a Boris a Boris stash house to me is a pretty good place. Stash like like house. we like we've never had this before. Like baseball now has Boris is now going to to basically have have uh, houses where he can stash players for a year. Would you, if you were one of his clients, like would that. you would you be annoyed by him? It's like what what do we, every year you just sit around for four months yes, and everyone else is at me. spring training. And it's well, like where am where am I playing? And plus, if if you have a wife and kids, like I got to think that your wife would be like, "Honey, do you have a job yet?" Yeah, it's yes, it it would. I mean, he's clearly super respected and a huge, huge name. But to answer your question, yeah, yeah. especially if I'm like 30. Tell me where I'm going to play, dude. Hey, before we get to another notebook item here on this Score North Twin Show, Judd, tell the audience how they can get in the best shape. Do you see Miguel Sano lost 50 pounds? Yeah. I saw a picture pounds. of him. I saw a picture of him. He's looking great. There's, There's no Miguel Sano uh, or Judd right there. That's Judd right there. That's sports dad. But there's no question in my mind that that Miguel got smart. He got online and he went to Livia.com. Because my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers probably said, Miguel, you know what? We have a plan uh, for you. Because they've had a plan for me. They've had a plan for so many people who watch Score North. And guess what? In every instance, it's worked because this program works. The dietitians and nutritionists, absolutely outstanding. This is a program where there is structure, there is support, and there are results. And if you join now, and Miguel probably took advantage because, I mean, the paychecks weren't exactly flowing in. He would have got three months for free. 
So I just hope that he lost a lot of that weight during the three months for free period at which Livia can get your weight on track, get you into all those clothes that might not fit now. Great time of year to start to drop those unwanted pounds. Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Check it out. Also, Zero Res is here for its it's almost spring cleaning season here. So why do it yourself when you can just hire Zero Res for a very reasonable price to deep clean everything, carpets, air ducts. In fact, right now you can get three rooms Zero Resified starting at just $119 and a free hallway. And this month takes $75 off when you get your air ducts Zero Res clean. That's 952-Zero-Res or ZeroResMinnesota.com. Say you want the Score North special. Spell it forward or backwards. It spells the same. Zero-Res. The other thing for our last spring training notes item today that's been making the rounds is because all these teams had their media day last week where they take their, their teams take pictures for the Jumbotrons and for all the media. And now we've got games being played. The uh, Fanatics uniforms that every team has been assigned to wear during these spring training games are uh, awfully revealing, shall we say. The material is a little thinner than maybe players and teams anticipated. Let's just say we're, we're seeing a lot of outlines of players' body parts that we yeah. didn't sign up to see with this new Fanatics uniform deal. Not to mention the tops are awful as well. I, I saw one this weekend on Twitter, Mitch Garver standing at second base. G A slight space R V E space R. And 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 they've also shrunk <laughs> names. So like you you look at a two thousand twenty Verlanders was like wrapped around yep. and it and instead of it wrapping around the number, it like wrapped and touched the number. Yes. These things are brutal. <laughs> oh, but yes, I saw the oh, pictures. Crazy, the pictures are. Um, let's just say not as not as many players wear protective cups as I thought. No, and, because it's harder to run. Yep, and and you also can see the jerseys tucked in. It's just you can, a you can, the, you can see the jerseys halfway down. The I gotta thighs. fix this. It's 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 wild. bush league, man. It's awful. Yeah, it's gross. I wasn't anticipating, and I knew about this too, like three days ago. Let me just let me give you some inside baseball. So in our text thread, we we Judd sends a note. Did you guys have you guys seen these fanatics uniforms? And at at that time, I saw your text, but then like didn't respond, and I put my phone down for ten minutes, and then I open back up the phone thread, and there is just a picture of a man's you know what bent over, and Judd sends He's it stretching. in the group chat. I well, think... I sent the I sent the photo. In fairness, did you Judge send the sent photo? The initial, I sent the photo. Okay, you sent the photo. I sent the note. I don't <laughs> think we. I think we all knew about the nastiness and the absurdness of of the uniforms. I don't. And this may be my Larry David moment. I don't know if we needed the photo in the group text. I don't. <laughs> oh, God, I, don't I, I, I think. I think it went without being said. I think. I think we knew. I think we. I think we had to. It's the, research oh, and development. Yeah, and plus, it's not like a group text of like three like company guys that barely well are friends. Company cell phone. One of us is. Well, 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 he's he's still wearing a uniform. He's wearing. Yeah, pants. it's not like Phil sent like full Monty. I mean, man, that's pretty damn close. That's about as close as it gets. Like you guys are splitting hairs this. on that one. No, no, no. Well, that no, was as splitting hairs. You that was a clear, <laughs> clear image 
Love it. Giving a whole look new... like that Padres player was splitting hairs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Would you huh? show it right now on the screen? <laughs> would you throw it on the screen? No, but the group text is totally different. Like, would I send that if 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 we had like a company wide group text? No, but I mean, I think Declan's drawing a line here that if if the well, baseball fine. Phil, doesn't make a, the... doesn't make a lineup or you a uniform the change, then yeah, we you will can, not be. You can send it to Judd. Yep. Yep. Hey, Judd, you see this one? Oh <laughs> man. Check yep. out Anthony Rendon. Oh, yep. man. Yep. Good Lord. We now have m- multiple baseball u- uses for the word dong. Oh, man. Anyhow, that's yeah, been yeah, your score twin show. Spring yeah, training notes it's episode. <laughs> it's Nike. It's Nike design fanatics produced, right? I wouldn't want to take ownership of the design. The designing yeah. is terrible, too, right? Mm. I think it's Nike designed and fanatics Fanat- is producing. Yeah, I think that's And right. if I'm not mistaken... Fanatics takes over the National Hockey League next year, and jerseys are already being made for fans that are like, "Boy, those bre- well, those breezers are a little thinner yeah. than I remember." <laughs> and baseball's like, "You, this has always been like this. Yeah, nothing to see." Oh, it's like, like Rob Manfred standing in front of the players. Did oh. the puck get stuck in your breezers, or are you just happy to see me? Oh. Huh? I am disgruntled. Huh? It is a complete embarrassment. Oh man. Hey, the best thing you guys can do as loyal listeners of this Scornarth Rated R Twin Show, NC17 Twin Show, is to give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple and Spotify and click the like button and the subscribe button on the Scornarth YouTube channel. We'll see you guys later this week. We have a random twin coming up later this week. We have some fun stuff coming down the pipe on the Scornarth Twin Show.